Welcome. This is all uh, right. Hardaway and Kemp, and we're hosting tonight's um, oh my gosh, the Kingdom Soup, 101. Soup Kingdom 101 um, broadcast in the absence of Pastor Lonzie Lee, who is now on vacation. I mean, a, a really needed vacation. So we love you, Pastor Lonzie. We hope you're getting you. uh, enjoyment and relaxation and time with the Holy Spirit and time with your friends. <laughs> so um, also, um, before we even start, let's just go ahead and pray. Yes. And then we can start off. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this evening, for the fact that you would choose Diane and myself to host this show. Yeah. It humbles me, and I know it humbles her. And I thank you, Lord, that we we relax in you, Holy Spirit, because you are the, we learned last night, you are the spirit of excellence. And everything you do is excellent. So we, we rest in you to let your excellence flow through us. Uh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you not only for this opportunity, but we thank you for this time to have fun with you, to be able to talk about uh, our pastor's book, to be able to talk about some of the tools that come from the book and how we have applied it or how we haven't applied it and how some, some of the results that we've received from it. And Lord, I just pray that um, others that hear it are blessed, that your word goes forth in power. We also want to lift up our apostle, uh, apostle Dr. Baker, while she's away on travel, we cover her with the blood of Jesus, Lord. We thank you that she receives everything that you sent her forth to get and bring it back home to us. <laughs> and Lord, we just thank you for our apostle. We thank you for our pastor because you have set us in a house where we have we are just truly blessed. We thank you for our family tonight, and we thank you for this broadcast. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So, Diana. Well, first I want to say, go ahead. okay, I just want to start this off so that we get a, a little feel for what's going on. Uh, Crystal and I have been asked to host in the absence of Pastor Lonzine. Okay, so we are not only part of the AV team, we are also now the host. Yeah. Last night, if you were with us, you uh, heard the message come through through Holy Spirit or from Holy Spirit through Dr. Baker about the spirit of excellence. So that was a good, um, a much needed question that all of us really took to heart. Well, I believe all of us took to heart. And so I think we had to make some decisions last night. Are we gonna step up our game? Or are we gonna try to operate the way that we have been? Well, I, I know I made a decision. I, we did all make a decision. We came here much earlier than we normally would yes. any other time. So because of that message that was heard, uh, that was delivered last night, there was also some stuff going on here. So whatever is about to be said through Holy Spirit or, you know, from Holy Spirit, got, got to be good because we're having some problems with the, um, with, the, with the audio. So what we did was we improvised and we're just leaning in because we're girlfriends anyway. That's right. And so <laughs> this is what we're going to do. So in the spirit of excellence, you, you do what you have available. So that's what's going on. So that's why we have our mic is the centerpiece. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the other thing that um, I want to let everybody know is this is interactive. This is not us talking to you. This is all of us talking together. We may be sitting in front in the camera leaning into the microphone, but this is interactive. So comments, questions, whether they're um, here in the room 
phone or on Periscope or text. You can even text because we have our phones. Yeah. We love to share. There's there's so much that each one of us has to deliver, has to um, share with the rest of us. And whoever shares, we all learn. It doesn't matter where we are or what we think we know. Um, everybody has something to contribute. Yes, so I, I just want to start with that. So uh, yes, in the spirit of excellence, we're moving forward. <laughs> well put, Diane. I like that. <laughs> So we um, we were tasked with um, we're kind of, we're talking about um, Pastor Lonzine's book, but um, more than just reading it, we just kind of want to talk, just as Diane was saying, as girlfriends. And the book is called Kingdom One Hundred One, and we just took little uh, chapters out that we read over, and we just want to talk about it. And a lot of what is in the book is actually what we have been taught here at the ministry, so everyone can contribute. Those out here in our audience, studio audience, those that are on, on um, free conference, and we welcome you guys that are on Periscope to send in little um, questions or messages or however you want to give your input. So, yes, you want to start off, Diane? Yes, I, you know what? I, I like to start with something so it just kind of lays a foundation, and then we build on that. And so um, one of the, 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 the chapter that, so we were tasked with trying to pick something out and then talking about it. So one of the ones that, that um, and I'm going to read um, some parts of it so that we can um, build on it, was God knows what he's doing. Wow. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter what we look like running around. God knows what he's doing. So I'm, I just want to read part of this. So that we learn to understand just because we don't know what's going on does not mean God does not know what's going on. And so if we're still trying to figure it out and how am I going to fix it and how am I going to fix it? Well, we're still in the world. So, uh, right. And, you know, I find myself, I used, well, I used to be a professional worrier and I told people that, how was I going to fix it? How am I going to figure it out? How am I going to get this? I did this and this and this. This is what I would do. I made my sick, myself sick, worrying. But once you start to give it over to God, the worry starts to dissipate. Not that you don't, not that you don't concern yourself with some of the things because there's work for us to do. But when we trust Him to do the work for us, and then we move in it, everything becomes easier. Everything. So um, I had a point there, but I forgot what it was. But it'll come back to me. Well, I just want to add one thing to what you were saying. Um, you said you used to worry yourself sick. Oh, I find that um, I don't even realize sometimes what I'm worrying. That it's, you know, it's been such a part of my every day that I didn't even realize, oh, my God, I'm worrying about this. You know, I just thought it's part of what I do. So you have to, I had to really um, look at how I, um, how I do things, how, how I think about things. And that little, that lesson that, I shouldn't say little, but the lesson that the apostle was saying, when you, when you get thoughts to write them down, then you start to realize just how much yes. you have an opportunity to worry. You know, I mean, I, I can tell you today, <laughs> you know, just, thoughts coming back and forth because, you know, just for instance, Christine and I, are, we're moving into a place and we're, we're, we believe we have the place. 
but we still haven't gotten the confirmation from, you know, like in the natural, the confirmation. So it's like, okay, well, I'm planning, I can see this in the house, I can see that. But then that thought goes, well, he didn't call yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, well, should I call him? And that's worrying. So I had to catch myself today, just as you're talking about, like, oh my God. God stop knows it. what's going on. Yeah, know that God, exactly, to remind myself that, you know what, God knows what's going on. He, he already has a place for us. He knows exactly the, uh, the place we have. Just keep moving forward in what I'm doing. Just keep preparing, keep doing it. But it is, a, it's work for, to break out of the old habits, I guess is what, you know. Well, what I want to say. Well, with every situation, we have two choices. We have the opportunity to worry mm-hmm. and do nothing and, and serve the kingdom of darkness, or we have the opportunity to use our faith right. and serve the kingdom of, of God. So those are our two choices. I used to do one, which got me nowhere. <laughs> so I'm just just a little just a little side note. Don't do it because it, it it changes nothing. Because trying to figure things out when you are the created and not the creator is really not a, a smart way to move about this life anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and I want, well, I'm going to read this. Okay. Okay. And I'm going and, and to turn towards this so I get a better sound. Okay, so this, and this is again from Pastor Lonzine Lee. And this is just, when the book comes out, highly, highly recommend, get this, this is, Use this as part of your arsenal with the Bible because this is going to take you places that you couldn't possibly go otherwise. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, this is a chapter called, uh, named God Knows What He's Doing. Please hear my heart. There is not one moment in all the time that man has existed that God has been on the losing end of a demonic strategy. Not even in the Garden of Eden. That moment will never come. God always knows what he is doing. He gives us the privilege of intimacy with him and the status of kings to search out the matter. Nothing of God is hidden from us. We are not his enemies. The hidden things of God are concealed for us. So that right there, that tells us there's a lot of things that are already hidden for us. Let's consider it hide and seek. We got to go find it. It's it's hiding. Let's go seek after it. <laughs> and, and what is what is what is our um, what is one of our favorite scriptures? You want to start talking about Matthew? Yes. Seek, seek, first, seek yeah. first the kingdom of God. So that's hide and seek. It's hidden. Let's go seek it. All right. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. That's Proverbs twenty-five two. So no matter how much the demons try to wipe out the truth. Bought the works of evil or glamorize the works of darkness, they perpetuate a deception. Our Heavenly Father is the King, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. He alone reigns and he will never bow to the circumstances or machinations. I don't know. <laughs> he'll never he'll never bow to Satan or his demons. So if he doesn't bow and we we are to represent him on the earth we shouldn't be bowing either so there's a lot of circumstances that are coming to bring us to our knees we can see it on the news we can hear it on the job we can um 
get it hand delivered from our family. There is so many opportunities to get us to bow. Um, that is not the, that is not how he created us. He created us to stand, not bow. So I got a question. Yes, so, I mean, since you just read that part, it just popped into my head. Is that, so when you worry, that means you're bowing. Is that what that means? You're bowing. What well, you're bowing to the enemy. This is he will never bow to the circumstances. So bow to the enemy, bow to the circumstances, you know, submit to the enemies. So if we allow ourselves to worry, that means that we're bowing to the enemy. We're bowing to the situation instead of resting in God, knowing that he already knows. He's already taken care of it. Exactly right. Well, and if, here's an interesting part. When I first started to read the Bible, um, which honestly wasn't that long ago, I thought worrying meant I cared. You know, you worry about your kids, you worry about your job, you worry about your finance. That that meant I was I being responsible. Uh, then I read the Bible and it says, uh, worry is sin. And I was like, what? <laughs> Do not worry. Do not worry. Worry is sin. So what I was doing was committing a sin by worrying about things that I didn't have control over to begin with. So that's a little nugget for you there. <laughs> for me too. You know? So do not worry. <laughs> All right. Do you really think that the creator and possessor of the heavens and earth would ever yield to the lesser status of a rebellious, deceiving, fallen angel that is underneath his feet? No, it will never happen. Now, the other thing that I, the, the other thing that I also um, keep in mind is Satan, just like us, is one of the created. He, you know, there's, there's so, there's so many people who are fearful of the devil, of, you know, his works and the darkness. Uh, they're all created just like us. So if we were all created by the same God, do we really think that they have the power to overtake the things of God? Do we really think they have the power to overtake the things of those who are in Christ? Well, I would say no, but the answer really is yes, we do think it. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> well, there's a correct answer, right? There's a, there's a correct answer, and then there's the real no answer. answer. So, the true answer, right? So no. they don't have the ability. They don't have the power. But do we do we say we know it, but then in the back of our mind think, well, yeah. maybe, what if? Well, I think more, so we don't, more than thinking that way, uh, the reality, when we think about re reality, we don't really think about it. We don't look at it from the true perspective. So if you're not looking at it from the true perspective, saying, okay, just like you just said, Satan is a created being by God who knows everything. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're when things are hitting our head, we're not thinking, oh, well, Satan is created by God. <laughs> you know, we're not thinking no, that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which, but, but that's the right thing to think. You know what I mean? It's like training yourself to really see things for what they really truly are. And that's the, I guess that's the, um, I know that's the struggle that I have sometimes, actually a lot, I'm not going to say sometimes, yeah, but yeah. when I find myself, in, um, and this is very recent, not really practicing what the Bible says and how to um, really see God for who God is and see Satan for who he is and, and see myself because God said he's given me authority over him. So mm -hmm. when I'm when I'm not looking at the, the true situation of my position, 
that just opens opens up the door to worry, anxiety, sickness, mm -hmm. ooh, defeat, and depression, and just all the things that we wish we didn't have. Yeah, well, but what, our, what did we do? Nature, right? We opened up the door. The door. We invited it. Unwittingly, mm -hmm. unknowingly, we invited it. But he, I mean, think about this. So the word says that God knows the end from the beginning. So he knows how it started and he knows how it ends. We can read in his word the things that happened, but there were so many other things that are not in the written word. There were so many other moving parts. There were so many other people. There were so many other circumstances and situations that, were, that took place. Yet in the end, in the end, he is still victorious. And so that's the same way it is in our life. It, a, a situation, say, you know, your housing situation. Yeah, it's easy to worry. He already knows where it is. There's so many other moving parts. Maybe somebody, a, a family has to move out of the house that he already has for you. But before that family moves out, he needs to find that family another house where they go. So there's so many moving parts. So if we look at that and understand um, God loves us, but guess what? He loves all the other people too. So he's got to take care of everybody, not just us. So when we figure that out, it's like, oh, thank you, Lord, that you, that you love everybody so that you need them to find the right house and them to find the, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That's, that is a scenario you could think of, or you can just say, you know what, Lord, you already know. Right, you already know. So it's not delay. There's other things that need to. There's other right. things that need you to be. know. So what I'm gonna do is rest. I'm not gonna allow every time that thought comes. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. You don't belong to me. You know, I'm gonna stop you right at the door. Right at the door. <laughs> right at the door. And thank you, Lord, that you're working on everything else. Because your situation. I don't know if you know this. You're not the only one that's in this world. There's a lot of people, and a lot of really? yes, there's a lot of people, and a lot of people need. His help. That's so right. he's helping everybody. Right. So just because it doesn't happen in our time does not mean that we're forgotten, that we've slipped through the cracks. Mm -hmm. That's right. There's there's doors that have to be open for other situations so that they can open these doors, which can open these doors, which can open these doors, mm -hmm. and then you can finally open your door and say, hello, I'm home. But at the same time, it doesn't minimize where you are because God already knows. God already knows. So it's just, I think what you're saying is just... Relaxing in Him, and I, I think that's a part of, you know, not to go back to yesterday, but that word was such a um, word about excellent, excellent. It was such a joke for me. I was sitting back there like, oh my God, you know, um, that just really is all about your relationship with God, with Holy Spirit. When you're when you're confident in that relationship, it it spreads into everything else. Even with what you were saying, knowing that God knows what he's doing. It says the more that you, and I think the word was on Sunday, immerse yourself with him, the, I, I believe the more you can let go of all of that, you recognize it better. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yes. And so I find myself uh, needing more immersive, like being immersed in him. Really, okay, why isn't this not work? Why is this not working for me? Why am I allowing you know worry or all these things to come over me when God, you know what you're doing? You know what I mean? And we're supposed to be walking this walk of faith, 
and then we heard about the word, walk, I mean, the uh, word of excellence. It was all, it all came back to relationship with Holy Spirit. So, I, would, I mean, it blew me away. I was like, whoa. That, well, that was a jolt mm -hmm. for all of us that were here. And if you did not tune in for last night, I highly suggest that you go back and look at um, the archives. The archives, and it is there because we, ex well, and, and I'm speaking of myself, for, uh, for myself. I expect God to work in excellence when I need a situation worked out. Yet, I'm rolling in here, skidding on my heels, like, get out of here. And, you know, and, and getting things done just at the nick of time or not that late, whatever the situation may be. So I want him to perform in excellence, but I don't want to step up and reciprocate so how can i expect that when i'm not willing to give it so we made a commitment to get here early and you know <laughs> but that's okay we still but here's the but here in spite of everything we still made it work mm -hmm. we still had the we still had the time to make it work excellent mm -hmm. and so we're sharing and so we're sharing with we're sharing with members of the audience we're yes. sharing with everybody so but had we not taken that um to heart last night we would not have shown up on time mm -hmm. or a little bit early mm -hmm. to be able to have time to troubleshoot and come up with a solution yes yes so and that's how the spirit of excellence works so thank you not the major for that last night <laughs> yeah because we were still on time and no. thank you, you put it to work. <laughs> that was always fair. And um, I just wanted to share the comment. Um, Judge Connie said, and thank you because you put it to work. Because we actually put it to work. We put those um, principles to work. Yes, you did. Yeah. So. Any comments or questions so far? Anybody? Okay, I'll check the phone just in case. Are you being yeah. tired? No, 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 no. But I, I want to say, I want to add one thing. You know, in, in all of this, God knows what he's doing. Do not be fearful of what's going on around you, what's going on in the news, because in the end, mm -hmm. God knows what he's doing. Is it ugly? Absolutely. So what does that mean? We step up and we start to intercede. We start to pray. We start to decree. We start to declare. That's our job. The uglier, the uglier things get, the busier we need to get. Mm -hmm. So he knows what's, he knows what's coming. Um, you're the one that told me that Pastor Lonzine told you. That you think you you think that something happens and you like you think God didn't know this day was coming and I use that now. Wow. I use that. That is just a. Oh, that's a, a little snippet of valuable advice when somebody is. I'm just saying stuffing my daughter because there is a lot <laughs> going on, and so when she calls me up, she calls me up, and I just I just listen. I said, listen. You think God didn't know this day was coming? And I said, you think he already hasn't worked it out? So that has been a valuable piece of the information that I use. That's my go-to line. And people look at me like, I'm going to write that thing. Yeah. It works. Okay. We've got to take her into the audience. Yes, sir. Come on up, sir. I dig it. I think that's something that um, rolls into. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have a question? 
Yeah. Okay, oh, come, on. come on up. So this is our interactive audience, and this is Minister Al. And he has a question. He's, he has a question. He's part of our AV team, so we're all working together. You're going to repeat it. Oh, do you want us to repeat it? No, I just had a comment because I was talking. You were talking about the. Uh... Here. I think you should. Go ahead. That's okay. Turn around. Turn around and face the panel. Well, you were talking about just the, uh, the fact about the uh, teaching we have right now, the excellence. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the thing. In the perfect time, because, you know, I really was convicted big time. So I was I. Thing, I sitting back there about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can hear me. I know you can hear me because it's bugging like. But anyway, the excellence thing, you know, something was a, a class that I had, too. Of course, that I took the Bible class in the spirit of excellence. Oh, wow. So, you know, all this stuff was coming back. And course, now, Sunday... I had a part to play. I had to do the, the offering. Mm -hmm. I was late. Barely got here on time. Didn't have time to look at my notes or anything. <laughs> and I was just totally a mess when I got up there because I was running late all morning. And I, was good. I had every purpose, every intention to get here on time. Mm -hmm. But it was a prime example. If I had been on time, I would have had time to relax, time to look at my, you know, my uh, outline and stuff. So it was just a big lesson for me. And that's what you're saying, you know. It was it was uh, made made to be what uh, reality for me yeah. that we get here on time and don't rush in at the last minute, like you were saying. And it, it just enforced how important it is. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, we're, this is our, we're, we're making it work. But this, that's an interesting point because when you work in the spirit of excellence, you allow yourself extra time. If there is something that's not going quite right, you have the opportunity to make it right and you don't get anxious, you don't get nervous, you don't get anything. You, you, you learn to rest in the Lord and you say, thank you, Jesus, we're moving along. And that's part of being the spirit, working in the spirit of excellence. Because last minute does not get it. No. And I think this is, um, I want to share something. I don't know why I was touching that. But um, I want to read a little bit of, I think all, everything that we're saying, uh, walking in the spirit of excellence, God knows what he's doing, all of this uh, works together. Everything... Uh, that Pastor Mazine has written in her book, Kingdom 101, basically gives you, I think, the ABCs of how to walk in the kingdom. And a spirit of excellence is definitely part of that. You know what I mean? Um, I want to read something. It's called, a part of her book is called Faith. Well, I shouldn't say a part, but a chapter in her book is called Faith is Not a Fad. And it says, For God intended that your faith not be established on man's wisdom but by trusting in his almighty power. And that's 1 Corinthians 2, 5, and that's the passion version of it. Along with a lot of interesting opinions of how a Christian is supposed to act and believe is the wide range of Christian camps within the religious culture, mainstream, traditional, contemporary, primitive, and denominational are a few of the description, excuse me, descriptive terms. Then there are the word of faith, Pentecostal, mystic, and non-denominational um, designations. There is a lot of critical complaining, chatter in the various camps. Honestly, I don't know all the leaders, or, or excuse me, all the headers and footers 
and an in-between. But let's talk about conversations revolving around the supernatural realm. People that believe that God supernaturally heals, prospers, and is actively involved in every part of our lives are admonished to be careful by those that are rooted in the natural realm. Stories abound concerning false prophets, charlots, preachers, and faith, faith healers that are after the money of gullible fools. Unfortunately, those kind of people do exist. But when testimonies of faith in God's word resulting in supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles occur, um, discouraging comments about anomalies, um, heretics, and wildfire, wildfire extremists can be thrown into the, uh, excuse me, the dialogue. In some churches, those testimonies are the fuel of doctrinal fire. So traditions of men steeped in unbelief and fear clash with the words and actions of Jesus rendering God's word of no effect in the lives of people that refuse to believe. Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, um, hypocrites, pretenders, doubters, and I do dare say powders and have a serious problem with what God says gives him pleasure. Compromising God's standard to appease secular culture is seriously problematic, ignorant, and dangerous. One more thing I'm going to read. Take heed that you do not exchange faith in God for fear of man. God is not trying to form a, a peace treaty with the devil. Remember. And then it gives different scriptures, Matthew 1, I mean, excuse me, Matthew 15, 1 through 5, um, and then Matthew 23, and then Mark 7, 1, 1 through 13, and James 4, 4 through 5, and then Hebrews 11, 6. But I wanted to kind of talk about um, to take heed and do not exchange faith in God for fear of man. So um, when, when Diane was saying that God knows everything, basically God already knows Nothing gets past God, right? Um, is faith? Faith is not a uh, faith is not a fad. So to me, when I hear that, it all goes together. It all goes back to really knowing Holy Spirit, really getting to know Him. Because what makes you want to move in excellence? What makes you realize that God knows everything? What makes you really have faith? I know when I hear a word from God, now I mean, hear a word from him, it's like, whew, I'm on fire, right? I mean, you when you hear, I mean, a person can tell you, but when the Holy Spirit speaks something to you, I'm, that, that it, to me, it ignites everything. It changes your passion, everything. You, you get totally on fire, right, about whatever the situation is. So I think it all still goes back to Faith being real and not a fad. Faith in him because you have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. You're, you're taking the time to really get to know him, to really immerse yourself. And so faith builds in you because you're spending the time with him. And then in the same instance, we you get to know that God knows everything. He begins to show you things that you didn't even think of before, right? He, uh, he just opened things up to you. So I find that I worry less when I spend more time with him. You know, 
So I just want to kind of, we can talk about this. Oh, this is a perfect, this is a perfect intro to what I was going to read next. Good. Good. Go for because, it. Go for because it. now, uh-huh. yeah, well, I was going to read the second page, but Crystal <laughs> cut me off. But that's okay. No, no, go ahead and read. All right. So, so we the, can do it interactively. No, and I love it because we did this and it flowed and yet we didn't even discuss one word this time. And we didn't do it last time, but we see how Holy Spirit flows. Yes. So this is so. This is what we were talking about um, when I was starting to read. And this is the chapter or the uh, paragraph right after that. It says, you know, God knows everything. That means we don't bow to the adversary either. Remember, once Yeshua satisfied the requirements to redeem mankind, the power and authority was legally transferred back to the original rulers of the earth for all eternity. Original rulers. Hello? Who would that, are, be? Who would that be? Any original rulers? Uh, over here. Let you guys know there's hands going up in the yeah, there's, there's a, Yeah, we're all original rulers. So I think if you're, if it was handed back to us, I think we need to start acting like rulers yes. and not um, slaves. <laughs> right? Say that one more time. I think we need to start acting like rulers, not slaves. Yes. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, <laughs> men and women submitted to the authority of the Heavenly Father can once again walk with his spirit in the heat of the night or the cool of the day. Anyway. <laughs> the devil never even saw us coming. Hello. <laughs> Look at that. It, that was that's a that was a surprise attack. Mm-hmm. That's a surprise attack. So the Bible says that if the rulers of this age had known how they were set up, they would have never crucified the Lord of Glory. Yeshua Jesus stripped them of their authority. I'm going to say that again. Stripped them of their authorities, which means they had no authority, and he triumphed. Oh, triumphed over them openly, and that's according to 1 Corinthians 2, 7 and 8, and Colossians 2, 9 and 15. Mm-hmm. Yes, our Heavenly Father knows precisely what he is doing. So now, then I'm going to skip down to the, bo- the bottom paragraph. And so according to the Bible, Satan is under, under the feet of Yeshua Jesus, the one that is far above any ruler, authority, power, leader, and every other name you can call out in this age and the age to come. So that's like forever. Well, we are his body. So if the adversary is under his feet, then he is under our feet too. Going back to worry. So if he's under our feet, why aren't we stomping on his head? Hello. Okay. And that's the thing. And that's, that's, that's Instead of letting them in. So we should be stomping on his head, not letting them in our head. Right. Yeah. So, right. So that's the thing. We have to make that first nature. We have to make that prominent. You know what I mean? Because I know that. Um, okay. Let me just turn it just a bit. There we go. That is one of my challenges to remember to remember what um, Jesus Christ did for me or did for all of us, you know, not to allow my emotions to rule over me, but to say, hey, wait a minute, you know, to, to realize that I have the authority and I have the power because Holy 
spirit dwells in me, the same, and this is something that I kept meditating on. Dr. Brinker says, the same power, the Bible says it too, but she brought it out to us, that the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in us. I had to say that over and over, and I'm still saying it. I hadn't said it in the last couple of weeks. That's why it's so important that faith is not a fact, but it is It is what we have to walk in. It's not something we can do once or twice a month. And I'm talking to me right now. <laughs> and I'm listening. Because you're talking to me too. It's not something we can do once or twice a month. <laughs> I'll get, get an amen. Right. Yes, I'll get, amen. Amen. It's true. I, I mean, I just wanted to be totally transparent on this show tonight. You know, it is a show, but we uh, we've been given the privilege to be just who we are, and I think it, it goes really far when uh, we're honest and say, "Hey, you know, this is an area where I, I've missed it. I know I have. I've missed it. You know, I'm driving down here." thinking about this uh, uh, place that we're going to live or not going to live, we're going to live. And then I think about what this word says, this whole chapter. Faith is not a fad, Crystal. Either you're going to do this thing or you're not. Either you know that I have given you authority or you don't. Which one, you know, which one is it? So, I, th I think what you what you wrote, read is beautiful. Well, and I just want to add to that mm -hmm. that um, if you're watching this, you're here or you're listening to us. I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this: we're living a darn good life. Mm -hmm. Number one, we have the technology to listen. We're complaining about things that you know. Are you going to get this house? If it's not going to be this one, it's going to be something else. <laughs> She's um, getting me right now. No, that's me too. <laughs> no, no, we're I'm complaining about the extra weight we can't lose. We're complaining about trivial things. Mm -hmm. And yet we don't realize just how lucky we are and how blessed we are and how much we have. There are people all over the planet who wish they had our lives as much as we complain about them. Mm -hmm. So all that to say... If you don't see the things that are coming and the things we're about to face, and we're complaining about trivial stuff, yet not using our faith to conquer these small things, we're going to be in a world of hurt because we have not practiced using our faith on small things because there's a time coming when we're going to have to use our faith to make some really big decisions, really big decisions. So we are lucky to have the opportunity to start practicing our faith in what I would call a, a safe environment. Mm -hmm. Yes, We are in a safe environment. So there is no reason that we should not be practicing. And maybe on some level we take it for granted because we do live a good life mm -hmm. and we don't have to use our faith or we don't think we have to use our faith. But that's the, see, but that's the deception. Yes, because we do. 
Yes. You know, there's a, um, I think I was talking with, um, we have a friend named Christina. She's also a member here at the church. And um, we were talking about something. And she said, Crystal, it's a decision. You just have to make a decision, you know. And I said, in my head, I'm thinking, she's probably right. <laughs> but am I going to do that? You know, am I going to make that decision? It's just a decision. And I thought, okay, I just have to make the decision. But there's times in our life where we don't really want to. We say we do, but we don't. So it's like, are you going to fake it or are you going to fat it? <laughs> right? Yes, I like Seriously. that. I mean, I can really look at think as I've read this, and I'm thinking, wow, Lord. I've been fatting and not walk, not faking. I'll do it today, and then three days will go by, and I go, "Oh yeah, I meant to get back to that." You know, <laughs> get back to believing. Yeah, back to believing. That's supposed to be everyday believing. But I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to do this. I know I am because um, it it just really started to stir things up. I mean, along with last night, I got a really last night was. Kind of booty there um, to say, hey, girl, wake up, right? I mean, gosh, that was excellent. But just as our apostle moves, so does our pastor. So that's why everything that they do, it, it goes in a line. You know, it's an alignment. And just reading this is just in line with everything they have been teaching us. And by the way, I just wanted to let you guys know that the book is, I think it's on its final edits. And it's going to be going into print. Um, I believe, I hope I'm not quoting this wrong, that it will be available at the end of November, beginning December, something like that. If I'm wrong, please text me someone. <laughs> but um, it'll be available on um, Kindle. And I believe also in print. But, oh, gosh, as soon as it is available, you guys really want to get this book. You know, even though if, if you've heard um, excerpts of it, it's nothing like sitting down, actually going through it yourself. I'm really and making it almost like a study guide because mm -hmm. if you get in this, it'll, it'll really open you up to say, take a look at yourself. And then you want to start faith in it and not fat in it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so true. Go ahead. Well, and, and learning to recognize the power and the authority that we were given because of what Jesus did. And that's where I think so many of us fall victim, we don't recognize our power. Well, it's his, but what, what we're able to do, and if we don't recognize it, um, it's like, you know, you see some of those um, superheroes that they walk around and it's like, you know, Superman is like, he looks like a dork at the office, but man, he knows his power. Yes, he did. He knows his power, so he operates, you know, that's that's kind of the way I, I'm going to try to make it so that everybody understands. No, it. I think it's a good analogy, though. He understands his yeah. superpower. Mm -hmm. Well, we're no different. We may be a dork here, you know. <laughs> uh, and the, and I beg to differ. No, we <laughs> have superpowers. <laughs> so, That's right, we do. So yes. we got to start using them. So we we'll start to recognize it, mm -hmm. uh, under, look at it, and use it. Because it doesn't matter. You can recognize it. And you can understand it. You can kind of take, 
take it apart, but unless you use it, there's no power at all. That's right. That's right. So, so practice is, I wouldn't say practice makes perfect, but practice makes you knowledgeable that you have it. You know what I mean? You practice it, it's like it becomes second nature mm -hmm. instead of putting it on, hearing it, reading about it a little bit, then putting it on the shelf. And then when it comes time to use it, where is it? I forgot all about it. Where'd I put it? Where'd I put it? That's what you do. I thought I had it, but you know, and actually you don't even think about it until someone, either Holy Spirit or someone you talk to or somebody gives you a little kick and you're like, oh my God, I left it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then you have to go back and you have to dust it off and think, okay, where did I leave off? And start all over. And again. start over. So, anybody in the audience, please chime in. Or anybody on the phones, Periscope, because we'd love to hear you. Uh, um, yes, would you include Frederick on uh, on on, uh, on oh, this? Does he have a? I don't know. Um, does anybody have a question here in the audience? Come on, it's fun. It's interactive. Okay, I got a text, and this says that, um, yes, I'm correct, and the, the book will be available by the end of next month. Wait, she said she wasn't going to listen to us. <laughs> no, that, this is a text from someone else. Oh, okay. All right. I pass the lighting. Yes, sir. I sure will. You want to read? I can't read it. I'll read it. All right. This is from Frederick in, in New York. Hi, Frederick. Thank you for tonight's show. Really. Last night's show about the spirit of excellence shook me. We shook us all. We were all shook up. We were speechless. So much that by morning I was exposed as a liar. I am grateful for tonight's show. I am grateful for last night's show i am grateful for dr baker our apostle i am grateful for pastor lonzine i am grateful for you all yes and most grateful to god that's it that's beautiful okay so thank you frederick thank you thank you frederick so no this is good to know that that all of us were touched but here's the thing if we didn't get sh shook up the way that we did we would already be doing it so obviously we weren't doing it, right? <laughs> yes. But the thing that it keeps going back for me in everything that we read is the relationship. Taking that time out and uh, really spending the Holy Spirit, you know, just taking the time out. Because I, I know when I do take the time out, I feel... I don't know, I don't want to say feel, but I'm just so much more grounded. And when I say grounded, I mean that secure is the word, you know. It's like, I know he's got me. It's, yes. You know what I mean? You feel, oh, oh. You feel oh, armed. He's got me, yes. Armed. And so, you know, I do. I, I, I find that that's what... When I am not there, when I'm allowing, you know, those thoughts to get to me, it's because I haven't taken that time out. I've been doing, 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 and not spending, spending time, spending time, spending time with him. Yeah. Yeah. Questions, comments, yeah. Any, anybody Anyone? else? 
Judge Connie, you are a question lady. I know you got a question for me. <laughs> We'd feel left out if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> or did we give all the answers? <laughs> So uh, Dr. Baker talked about last night that um, what you were just saying, that the relationship, the being, is um, a part of how we get to the excellence. So maybe the two of you can talk about a little bit more about how that works in, in your lives, too. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> no, no, in the middle's fine. <laughs> well, well, I think the reason why I'm on that, I'm on this. Thank you for the question, by the way. Um, I think the reason why I'm on this topic about relationship with Holy Spirit because. I find that's where I've been lacking. Um, I've been doing a lot of things. And um, last night's message, you know, about the spirit of excellence, um, Sunday's message about compromise, um, the message about being immersed in him, uh, reading Kingdom 101 in the different uh, chapters and the principles that it brings out about really walking the kingdom life, um, it all goes back to relationship with Holy Spirit. And um, I see where there's like a big gaping hole in my walk where that's concerned. Um, and I I'm definitely have, like Christina says, all you have to do is make a decision. So I've decided, you know, I don't go all day without talking to him anymore. I'm going to purposely take the time to spend with him. I have, there's no excuse. So um, not to be so serious, but I had to come to a place in my own heart, um, especially after last night, I hurt. That hurt. I mean, it was such a good message, but I hurt because when the desire of, when the desire is not there, uh, and you're walking in mediocrity it's because of your I, I would say your relationship your non-relationship with the Holy Spirit because when you spend that time with him he, he gives you that motivation he gives you that uh, pursuit of excellence it all flows through him so that's what comes out of you so that, that's what I saw in myself um, last night and I well, all the way home and I just thought really that's really what it was and, I, and as I, I was reading this and I've read this you know certain chapters within this book and not not even reading the book everything that poured out of Pastor Lanzine to write Kingdom 101 came from Holy Spirit and her really uh, cultivating a relationship with Holy Spirit I've seen it up close and personal, um, and there's no substitute. So the only I believe, I'm just saying what I believe, is that as um, I move more into that, 
more of his excellence and the desire to do those things that he's called me to do will flow. It will flow easy. Like, it will flow. It's like a natural thing. And I'm not saying it's easy because there's all kinds of distractions that come, but I have to say, um, I have to make a stand, and that's what I came to. Um, that's what I came to overnight, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought, even when I um, spoke with Pastor Monzine today before we came on the show, I, I didn't say this to her, but I was thinking this the whole time, you know, like, wow, I'm going to get on the show. What am I going to say? You know, because I, I felt like I had nothing really to, because I hadn't been really in that, I hadn't been, I'm not saying I spent, you have to spend two hours a day. No. What I'm saying is making a decision to not let a day go by without spending some time with him. That's what I'm saying. And I don't know the rest because I haven't gone on the journey long enough to know. So, but that's my commitment. And that's where I'm at. One of the things I learned um, from a girlfriend that um, when I really became interested in knowing a little bit more about this walk, and I hadn't started in, in this place yet, but I said, how do you talk? And she said, well, I talk to him all the time. And I said, well, like how? And she said, all the time. And I said, well, like how? And she said, just whenever, you know, if I'm driving, if I'm, if I'm, doing anything I've adopted that uh, I've adopted that trait from her and that's how I do it is though I'm having a conversation I always said I talk to myself when I'm working and now I realize I'm really not talking to myself I'm talking to Holy Spirit so I may be doing something like oh my gosh what you think about that you know I'll do that and like Oh my gosh, and, and I'll just turn around, oh my gosh, did you see that? I, and I will do that as though my friend is right with me. Mm-hmm. and Or it's somebody beautiful. is riding with me because it's the trivial, well, there's nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> so he is my friend. Yeah. You know, because I spend a lot of my time alone. Well, I mean, aside of, you know, working. And, but um, I don't have that someone where you can share those intimate thoughts with, those intimate moments with, those 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 fears and those those secrets and those, you know, th- those things that concern you. I don't, I used to, I used to call my girlfriends all hours of the night. I should have been paying them, put them on a payroll. I would call them, literally. Oh my God, you're not gonna believe this, what do I do, what do I do? I have not done that in years and years and years, and I'm sure they're grateful. <laughs> but that's who I would talk to. I don't talk to anybody about any of that stuff anymore. I go straight to Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do? What do you think? What do you think? What about this? Show me this. Show me this. So it has, for me, has developed into a conversation. So if anybody were to hear me on a phone, they would, or, you know, just hear me and without seeing me, um, they would think that I'm actually sitting with somebody. That's beautiful. And even when I'm um, driving, mm-hmm. and I told somebody, I'm so glad they had those, you know, the uh, Bluetooth because I talk all the way on the freeway and nobody thinks it's weird. <laughs> yeah. They might think I'm talking to somebody else. So I'm talking to Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we gotta do this. What about this? Remind me this. Remind, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and so I treat it as though we are 
just such good friends. And I believe he's really interested in the things that I, you know, the, no matter how trivial they may seem to somebody, he really is interested because his word says he perfects the things that concern us. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I'm glad, you know, right. I'm glad you're even saying something about it because I was going to. I was gonna bring it up anyway. You know? <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what I. Well, hear. now that you brought that up, now that you brought it up, yeah, now that you brought it up, let me lay it out. So, and you'd be surprised because when you start to have a conversation, the conversation goes both ways. You ask a question, it'll get answered. You make a comment, there's always a comment. There's a, if you if there's a little rebuttal, there's a rebuttal then. <laughs> but it's just that's the way mine is and I think it's fun because um, it doesn't matter where you are who you're with what time of day there is always Holy Spirit right there with you it doesn't matter if you you know left the state or if you are your phones turned off or your power's out, whatever. He's always there. His word says that he will he never leaves you and he will never forsake exactly. you. He'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. So he is always there. And as you draw close to him, he'll draw close to you. So yeah. I, I you know, and there's hope for everyone. And I'm, I just wanna say this. I, I wanna share a dream that I had. Um, this was quite a few years ago. So I believe it was a prophetic dream for myself. And um, I was in a house that I grew up in when I was younger. It's a three-story, it was a three-story house. And I came in the house and as I was walking up, and I've been thinking about this lately, and I always wonder what does that, what does it dream mean, Lord, right? So I was running up the stairs and um, as I looked back, I saw water coming up. So then I said, oh, I saw the water. So I started to run because I didn't want the water to drown me, right? So I kept running. <laughs> and then I looked back and the water was coming up. And then I, I was thinking, which way do I go? Because I could have ran this way or that way. So I ran towards my, um, what was my left? Um, no, I turned around so it was my right because I could see the water coming. So I ran this way. And then my bedroom was here on the right. And in my bedroom, when I was a little girl, I had a balcony and there was doors here. And then I had also a bedroom window that was over here. So as I ran into the bedroom, when I got in the bedroom, the water broke through the, the uh, window and it also broke through the door. So this water is just coming from everywhere and the water is just pure white water. And I said, whoa, I'm <laughs> I'm running, so I try to go in the bathroom, and then water crashes from the bathroom. I'm running to go up to the third floor, because it was a three-story, right? My aunt actually lived on the third floor. That was her little apartment. But I ran up, and as I was going towards the steps to go up to the third floor, the water came out, down, and crashed down, and it submerged me, and I was immersed. And so this word immersed, I was like, wow. Okay, I'm immersed in the water. And then I totally disappeared. I totally disappeared. And all of a sudden, behind a wall, in the hallway, I come out. And I'm looking around. And I swim out. I'm a little fish. 
<laughs> and I'm swimming in the water. And I realized I can breathe. <laughs> so as I'm swimming in the water, I'm swimming toward the front door. I swim toward the front door. I transform back into myself. And I'm walking down the street. And this as I'm walking down the street, the water just bursts out of me. And I wake up. And I thought, Lord, oh, what was that? You know? And when I think about it, the, the words that have been coming forth in this ministry about being immersed in him, covered in him, I just see that, wow, Lord, this is what you have in store for me. Wow. Yeah. So sometimes in our mind, we, when our life is so busy, we think that, oh, God, how am I going to take the time to really get in that place and spend time with you? But it's just a commitment of saying, yes, I'm going to do it every day, and you'll get to that place. And I believe that's what the, I really believe that's what the dream was telling me now. I've asked so many people, I asked pastors, what do you think that means? What do you think this means? But in my heart, that word immersion, God wants to, and that's the word that's coming forth in our ministry right now. So there is all of us, all of us walking in that. And as we do, we, we will know that there is nothing impossible for God. He knows everything. We will, be, we will know that faith is not a fad. <laughs> right? I think it will we'll know how to walk in the kingdom. Because he'll teach us as we're, as we're spending time with him. He's teaching us how to do what it is that he called us to do. Okay, now that you shared a dream, I'm going to share a dream. And it's, yours is beautiful. But, and there's no but. This is going to be for those who are just watching it for the first time and might believe that you're walking according to what God wants, but but our our idea and, and God's idea or you know his word are, are often very different. I've been going this go, this goes back to August um, 2013. Wow. Yes. Okay. And I and I didn't know what it was, but this is gonna help somebody who still might be on the fence or really not fully immersed. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go back a little bit. Um, so this was August, 2013. Um, I had been going to a church. I'd been there for seven years. I was living with my boyfriend. We were going to church every Sunday. I was <laughs> be real honest. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest. I had a property. This is what you did. Well, the, and this is going to be, this, there's so many things because what I was trying to do was at the time, loan modifications were a really big thing. And so you had to fall within a certain range to be able to qualify for a loan modification to bring your, bring your principal down, your, your interest rate down, your, you know, a lot of these things. So I would figure out the formula, fudge the formula, work the numbers and, 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 um, even, even, gosh, I'm, this is going to be, but I, but you know what, this is going to help everybody. Uh, and, and we'll just play around with the numbers to get it to work within the formula. And all of it was, it was very deceitful. Then I would go to sleep at night and pray to God, okay, make this work. Well, okay. 
so I was, <laughs> oh my God. and I just want, and I just want to say I was living with my boyfriend. So that was deliberate, deliberate. And I was, I was faking my numbers to keep a, you know, get a better loan on a home and, and asking God to bless all of it. Well, God does not bless sin. Okay. So I didn't know it then because I, I wasn't reading the Bible. I was just, I was just showing up. I, and, no, I and, and many people might be in that place. Showing up is not good enough. Showing up and, and doing it is, is, is key. So anyway, broke up with a boyfriend, <laughs> lost the house, everything, you know, the, things would start and started to crumble. I started to go actually, you know, become very anxious, very anxious where I would, I, I believe they would, what the world calls anxiety attacks. So um, one night I went to sleep and I prayed. I prayed and I said, look, God, I'm doing this. I've been doing this my own way. Um, obviously it's not working. Um, I'm going to completely submit myself to you. And I'm, I'm going to start crying and I'm going to do it your way. I said, whatever it takes, I will do it your way. So um, I went to sleep that night and I had what I didn't know. I didn't even know the word prophetic, number one. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the kind of church I went to. <laughs> but I was there every Sunday. I was there every Sunday. So, but, but there was no power, no power. So I, I, went to, I went to sleep. Now, I don't know if it was really a dream or if it was an open vision or a closed vision, but I was driving in my car, which was a red Honda Accord at the time, and I was going all the way up. And we're, we're in San Jose, California, so there's some mountains here. Um, and I was driving up to Mount Hamilton. Well, I was going on a very uh, windy road, very, very high, and my car started to careen out of control and I in my car I remember going off the top of the mountain all the way down now I was in that car so let me tell you that was not a fun experience uh, all the way down and I hit the bottom uh, I was I you know crashed in the car so after the crash I find myself Back on top of the mountain, which I think is really funny, I'm back on top of the mountain, and I see all these people leaning over the cliff to look at the car that is in demolished. I mean, just totally wrecked. And they're and I'm walking up, and I'm and I'm leaning over because I want to see what everybody's looking at. And they looked at me, and they said. What are you doing here? And out of my mouth, I said, I've been saved. <laughs> but that was a prophetic dream because up until that point, I was never really saved because I was still walking in disobedience. I was still doing things my way. I was still asking God to bless my sin. And I couldn't figure out where I was going wrong. Well, <laughs> but for those of you, if you're not walking according, according to the way, the word of God, it's never going to work. Save yourself some trouble. Save yourself some time and some heartache and some headache. 
it really does work when you fully submit and immerse yourself in from that point forward i never looked back never looked back and that's when things and, and by the way i want to tell you i was in that church for seven years um and then i came here and then within two months man things just went Woo! i just took off and it was i loved it it was it was there's there's so much meat in this house and i don't know if you want to call it meat because we're still called babes <laughs> but there's still meat to be had and so that's what we're that's what we want we're we're you know uh part of the message last night was like okay we all have to step up if we want the meat yeah. we have to step up and by the way um that is so beautiful everything you just so said that is beautiful it really is <laughs> i thought it was funny because it's it you really what I was saying, what she just said was beautiful because in her transparency of revealing what the dream that God had given her, um, a lot of people find themselves in the same situation, trying to ask God to bless the mess, right? Bless the mess. But God showed you that I'm, all that stuff is going to go crashing down, but I'm going to lift you up and save you. And, you. and basically, as you submitted to him, what happened? Your whole life turned around. That's what I heard yes. from what you were saying. Oh, no, that, that's really good because, it, let me tell you, I, I prayed uh, because I had, to, I had to get to a point where those anxiety attacks were trying to take over. I had to get to the point uh, to being really, really broken before I was willing to hear. And you don't have to get to that point. You don't have to, you know, knock yourself out just to be able to get what God has for you. So I learned from me just, I blew seven years. Seven years. <laughs> I, I laugh now. I laugh now. But, but if somebody can learn from that, you save yourself some time. And you know what? Don't waste seven years. Don't waste seven years. But um, thank you for saying that. But a lot of it has to be with uh, willing to be transparent. And I wasn't willing to be transparent because I was still in that mindset of trying to figure it out. I was trying to be in control. I was going to make it work. It was me, 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 me. Now, God, bless it. And he's like, what? No, not. But, uh, but when, I, when I finally got to that point where I was really, really broken, and really, that's, I, I will say that is when I really cried out. I mean, because I, was, I, was, I, I really felt like I was about to be destroyed. But it was all in here. It was all in my, it was all in my, oh, it's such an ugly feeling where you can't think straight. You can't sleep right. You can't eat. You can't, you know, you're just so worried, worried, worried. And it is an ugly, ugly place to be. And it doesn't have to be that way. So when I cried out to the Lord, I kid you not, that night, that night is when I had this prophetic training. And so I went to the church uh, uh, Bible, well, I think it was a Bible, what well, was a class, which was the next day, and I was so excited to, to share my dream, and, and nobody at that, at that time could help me out with what it was that I was experiencing, and I said, and I was just thinking a little, you know, well, now, now, and I was, <laughs> but I was sure, and, and I want to tell you something, this is when, going back to what you said, when God speaks to you, 
you know that you know that you know and i know and i was and i remember telling the instructor no i know it was him i know it was him I, and i and it, it was just it was just kind of putting a lid on me or kind of trying to you know calm me down but there was no question about it that it was directly from god there was no i had never heard the word uh, prophetic dream i didn't even know that was possible i had never heard the word prophet i didn't know god could even talk to you i didn't know any of that stuff none but when i but when i humbled myself and literally cried out and i mean you talk that kind of crying i was ugly and he was faithful to answer beautiful cry yes it brought you to the place where you could receive from and that's the thing that I believe that God was showing you is that he's also saying to other people. Yes. You know, and I just want to just take a brief little um, thing here and just tell people about 1914 Trains on Boulevard, our ministry here. It is called Astounding Love, More Than Enough Ministries. And um, if you want truth, this is the place you want to oh, be. Oh, boy. Yes, it is. And we're located in San Jose, California, nine five, I think it's 95131. So the times are on Sunday, we have a 945 service, and then um, also 1145 service. So it's two services on Sunday. We have a Tuesday night service, Tuesday night chats with Dr. B. Baker, and it starts at 630. And then we have the School of Supernatural, which is Wednesday night, which we're hosting today. But Pastor Lanzine is normally here, and it starts at 635. But you are so welcome to come if you've had any dreams, if you just know that God is talking to you or calling you, or you maybe not know anything and just feel like you should come. We invite you to come out and just be a part of what God is doing here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to also add something to... Um, and by the way, that was beautiful because that's a message, not only to you, but somebody else out there, well, you know, that could, sure. Okay. Oh, oh shit, I just forgot what I was going to say. But that was, that's not an easy, <laughs> that's not an easy dream for me to, to, to tell publicly because it's embarrassing and we don't get embarrassed so that we learned that in this house. Cause it, I used to not be able to share, but in this house, we were told you don't be embarrassed. So now I tell everybody and I laugh. But the point, the point that I want to make is if you're watching this or you know somebody who can benefit from some of the dreams that we share, which is just the two, and you might show up at a church, but you're not walking according to the way um, the word says and you want to learn more and you want truth and you want to know how to really do it right this is the place um there you're not going to get anything that's going to sidetrack you that's going to throw you into a ditch that's going to deceive you you're not going to get anything but god's truth here and if you want power you got to have god's truth if you know somebody who can benefit from what it is that you're watching and use you're on the periscope app Share it with your friends and have them share it with their friends because there is so much wisdom in this house and I don't proclaim to know anything. I I come in here, come in here wanting to know more. And every and, and, and the interesting part is it is not the same message from morning to afternoon or week 
to week or month to month. It is different and it's building and building and building and building. So I just want to tell you, encourage your friends, send these. I believe on Periscope you can send to your friends. I don't know. I believe you can share it. Yes. Okay, you can share it, but you also go back on, in, onto the archives because she did give you the live times, but you can go back on the archives and you can go back, um, well, I don't know, go back a long time and start watching. And then you and then save yourself some time. Don't do what we did. <laughs> Seven years. But you know what? Let me just say But God this. redeems our time. Let me say this though. Everyone has a testimony. And that testimony, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It is beautiful. And this is how God spoke to you. And he's gonna to speak to so many other people just by your testimony. So never be embarrassed because that's not God. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Be free to speak. Um the things that God has done in you because it's going to touch someone else. It really okay, is. I have another, I have another, okay, so I'm, since we're being really transparent, <laughs> since we're being really transparent, I was living with a boyfriend that I, then I recognized, oh, it was very deliberate. Um, when we were both sitting in a service and it was living in sin and, and you know, Anyway, it was a really good message. So we decided, well, this is not going to work, so we might as well get married. Uh, I really, we didn't want to be in sin, so we just said, well, let's just get married. And I could get on the insurance plan. And, you know, and I'm, gonna, I'm being serious. I wanted the insurance plan for $35 a month. So we just did that. We just did that. But what I did, what I did was I took, the covenant of marriage and I totally well disrespected the covenant of marriage the way God had set it up because what I did was take something that was really holy and made it convenient so it wouldn't appear that I was living in sin anymore and the wisdom of this our pastor Lanzine who wrote this book I told her well and this was much later because by the time I came here, I'd already gotten a divorce because his mom found out. <laughs> but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, his mom found out and she got mad. So <laughs> that was the end of that. I can't believe I'm saying all this stuff. But the interesting part. <laughs> but the, the interesting part was I thought by taking something holy and desecrating what was holy and then uh, expecting God to bless that, Pastor Lanzine was the one that told me, she said, you didn't repent. And I said, I don't understand why, what happened. And she says, you didn't repent. You just covered up sin. So there again, that's the wisdom that you get in this house. So what I thought corrected my sin did absolutely nothing. I tried to cover up my sin. Mm -hmm. So that's another that's another tidbit for you. Learn. I think that's what I, I believe that's what God was showing you when that car crashed. Yeah. He, he went everybody's oh, looking over. It's totally demolished. That's not the way. And he, he saved you. He showed you the way. That's so, so yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's excellent. It's, it's, it's someone out there is touched by that story. Someone. So and I well and here's the thing for us to be for, for other people to learn that 
you might be in the I was in your shoes. I was totally in your shoes. I was good. <laughs> I, I went to church. And I was no different than the unsaved. I was the unsaved. Sitting in a church every Sunday. So I believe that's a, that's a message that somebody needs to hear because you know, I know that you're really saved because I wasn't. Anyway. But look at God, look at God's grace and his mercy in that. You know, even with um, the dream I had, I was running from the water. I was running from Holy Spirit. I've been running from him all this time when I could humble myself just like that little fish and swim in the water. Enjoy him. Allow him to, you know, come into me and make me into him and walk out with power. That's what I did. I walked out in power. And he was just coming out of me. But all this time, I believe this is what it was saying. I never wanted to really reveal that part of it because I thought that didn't sound too good. (laughs) But But the truth is, is that's right. So it might as well be real, right? Right. Because there's people that are sitting in in the church there are people that are say they're saved and they're running from Holy Spirit. They're too busy, too busy, you know. And that I've been too busy, but I made a decision. All right, I want to be that little fish, <laughs> and I want to go down in that car. <laughs> but the interesting part, and I just want to finish with it because I think we're running low, but uh, on time. But the interesting part is that when you are filled with the Spirit, man. People notice, like I said, just on that mountaintop, the people looked at me, and I was looking at them, and they were looking at me like, what are you doing here? That's That was that happened in the spirit, but that also happens in the natural. So people, it should be seen in your walk. It should be seen when people walk in like, who is that? You know? Um, that's how it should be in the spirit. Now, we also have the ability to touch not only have we been transformed, but we have the ability to touch other people. There's a question. And so that's a much bigger. All right, there's another question from Brenda. Oh. All right, so this is this is from Frederick and, oh, that's right. You know what? I said, to, if you're sharing it on Periscope, it is at love astounding on periscope mm-hmm. that's no. the address if you're sharing it on periscope or on twitter yeah. yes yeah. so come come and and if you can't make it here in person tune in um when the broadcast app happened if you can't tune in go through the archives and replay it because i guarantee you when you replay it it's just as fresh as when it was first spoken because that word is alive yeah and since we're <laughs> Since we're running out of time now, I want to uh, reiterate about the book, Kingdom 101, our own Pastor Lanzine, who's written this book, who um, was inspired by Holy Spirit to write it. The release date is, uh, well, I don't have the actual date, but it will be at the end of the next month um, for the book. So, you know, stay tuned and you'll hear a date soon. So um, it'll be coming out, and believe me, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I think you'll be blessed by it. Yeah. Not, not just enjoy it, blessed by it, and you'll be armed. Well, when I say enjoy, what I mean is you're going to be able, just like a workbook. You can, this, is, this is not just a reading book. No way. This is something that you have to open up and really dig into. So you're going to enjoy it because it's going to set you free <laughs> in a lot of areas. So I, I just thank God that we were able to share with you guys from our heart. Um, we got to kind of talk about the things that Holy Spirit brought up from us reading um, excerpts from the book and also just being girlfriends and sharing um, and just having fun, you know. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. We want to um, also invite you to give into the ministry, and you can go to www.astoundinglove.org and hit the donate button to give into the ministry. And I hope you enjoyed um, tonight. And we invite you to come Sunday again at 945 um, or at 1145 for service. And we hope you had as much fun as we did. Because yeah. You can't tell this is actually a lot of fun. It was. Because there's no script. <laughs> we, we just, whatever Holy Spirit wants to say, we say. And I was like, well, we got to share the grace. Okay, I think I have one more thing. Oh. <laughs> Okay. okay, I got something about it becomes first nature. It, it, it's because first nature. Oh, I, I believe what we're saying is as you um, cultivate that relationship with Holy Spirit, it becomes first nature to you. No longer second nature. No longer first second. nature. So thank you guys for joining. Thank you for tuning in. We love you and thank you. We love you. <laughs> please, please come back and jo join us again. You <laughs> love it. Fun, huh? You love it. Everybody's yeah. fun here. We yeah. love it. All right. Have a good okay. evening. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> okay. I'm going to step off the stage and. <laughs> Since I'm part of the AV team, <laughs> we're going to help with closing out. <laughs> I'm going to close the red button. All right, you swipe at the top of the screen. Swipe at the top. <laughs> All right, I'll come and help. Yeah. Oh, let's take offering also. Yes. Join us again.